Hey kids, it's the Drive to School podcast. I am Pastor Goodman, and if you go to church this Sunday, one of the things you might hear about is the Good Shepherd. Uh, the Good Shepherd is one of those like classic American pie texts. Everybody knows at least a little bit about it. We all know at least a chunk of that psalm where the Lord is my shepherd. But the one that I kind of really like is actually, it's the Old Testament lesson. It's, it's Ezekiel chapter 34, which you might hear about, uh, where uh, the Lord says, I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost. I will bring back the strayed. I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak and the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice, which is maybe actually just as worthwhile as hearing about the part where he seeks the lost because, you know, we, we get this whole thing that, you know, Jesus died for sinners, Jesus died for you, and, and he rose again, your sins are forgiven you. It's, it's Christianity. It's sort of the whole point. But if you ask most people in America, uh, being Christian means being wealthy enough to be charitable because Christians are charitable. So if you're poor, I don't really know what to tell you, but sorry. Uh, also, don't be a hypocrite and be kind. But when it comes to the resurrection, since it's it's you know, Easter and all, the, the, the miracle where God became man, died, and rose again, it, it's sort of treated like, like a myth and i think that's actually our fault we love to blame the the media or the culture or the times half of us secretly all hate science like it can somehow prove wrong the truth that we say that our soul rests secure on but really i'm pretty sure this one's on us because we're afraid to let this thing rest on something that the world would mock and so we try to hold it up on our own shoulders on our own works but the fat and the strong he will destroy Still, we have convinced ourselves that the kind of Christianity where Jesus rises from the dead is incompatible with the world today, and in doing so, we have sort of convinced the world that Christianity is incompatible with honesty. They see it. Ask them. that they, they will tell you all of our standards are for hypocrites. You cling to them, knowing full well you don't uphold them. Christianity becomes synonymous with dishonesty when we claim that its whole point is to make us better people. And when it doesn't work, we cover it up by excusing our sins, by hiding them, and, and all the while attacking others for theirs. We get caught in it all the time scandal after another scandal one leader falls after another leader falls and that's why folks don't want to believe in the supernatural from us it's it's not that they don't believe in the supernatural look at the things that people put their trust in how many people believe in aliens without any kind of evidence ghosts uh, pe people on the internet think the earth is flat that's messed up uh they, they believe that a government can solve all their world's problems despite the fact that they hate the government it's it's messed up conspiracy and superstition without any kind of evidence at all just points to the truth that people actually want to believe in something they can't see if you tell them jesus rose from the dead that is not more far-fetched than any other thing that is actually pretty common to believe uh but in, in all of it I, I think it's it's really just that we would rather this rest on our strength than on god's weakness but he bore the cross for sinners for me for you not to justify us in our excuses but to forgive us our sins to declare us justified the Lord searches for his sheep, seeks them out. He seeks the lost. He gathers up the strayed. He binds up their wounds, even when they are scattered on days of cloud and, and thick darkness. He is the one who rescues us by his descending into the dark and latter days, into depth of despair, into pit of sin and misery to pull us back out. And this is not actually measured in our best getting better, but in God joining us at, at our worst, in, in him making himself nothing upon a cross. It, it's not that we 
can make ourselves better. It's not that we would redefine our sins or spin them so that we look good. It's, it's that we would know that we are not alone inside of all of it, and we already have the victory over all of it because it was when Christ has joined us in weakness on the cross. It was when he was burst from the tomb that death was conquered, that sins were forgiven. Your sins are forgiven, and it lets us be a little bit colder when we look in the mirror. We, we have sins. We have lots. We have too many, and they are bad. We have places where we have been sinned against, and they have done such damage that we don't know if it will ever be whole again. And this is actually the one place that we get to be a little bit more comfortable talking about those things here, because where the world would excuse and blame, God simply forgives and promises an identity that is not bound in sinner or being sinned against. Dark days will still be dark, but the Lord will still be risen. Even now, he continues in his church to forgive, to comfort, to save. He is the good shepherd who does not abandon his sheep. And so you should go to church this Sunday and uh, hear the forgiveness of sins, eat and drink the body and blood, um, and, and look at the good shepherd not simply as, as a chance to then say that I am found now, look at me but as a, a firm knowledge that if you are lost today, that the Lord is, is seeking.